What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and rounding up AHS 1984 Season 9, uh, Episode 5, and it's called Red Dawn. Boy. Dawn. So apparently, I was reading a bunch of um, things, and they were saying that the title is significant of the episode because it's based on a movie. Sorry, haven't mm-hmm. watched it. Sorry, not sorry. I know, I know. I feel like I should have done a little quick research on Red Dawn because I know that it was a movie. I think I feel like it was a war movie though. Red I'm Dawn. Googling Am I wrong, right guys? Now. Yeah, you're right. It was a war film directed uh, by John. Oh, Soviet soldiers invade a small Colorado town. Okay, yeah, I was pretty close. But nice. like, what does it have to do with this? Anyways, I guys, let know. us know in the comments because like we can't p- piece that together. So you guys comment. I know our our listeners are like super effing smart. smart. And S-M-A-R-T. you guys like teach us so many things. So just comment below under the video and um, let us know what you guys think is the connection between the movie and this episode. Yeah. And don't forget, because the e- we're going to talk about our recap roundups like towards the end before JLag's um, little summary. Faux show. Yes. So to get into the summary, I wanted to just cover it off generally. What were your initial thoughts beginning to end? Tell me everything. Uh, I wasn't crazy about this episode. Oh, um, okay. I'm kind of glad that like they finally got to the morning. Um, yes, I they just did feel like I just feel like everything has been a really really slow burn, and I could have I could have been here like three episodes ago or like even two episodes ago. Sure. I don't know. That's my opinion. I mean, so okay, I'm kind of split because I do understand where you're coming from. I do feel like it's been a bit of a slow burn in the sense that you don't really know what's going on. Um, until this episode and still we have a lot of questions but I didn't mind the fact that we went this direction like I don't mind the fact that we took the time to get here I know that there's stories that we needed to hear before we got to this point because I feel like if they jump to this moment and they jump to the reveal of the season I guess um, I would have been like there's too many things happening because I feel like there's so many characters. They did a lot of backstory for a lot of the characters. So I just feel like while I understand what you're saying, I do think that they needed to wait at least until episode five to get to this point. And now we can see where they're going to go with it. Like I'm always interested this season. I've been more interested than anything else to see where they're going to go next because everything that we've kind of predicted has already gotten here. So Yes, I think to your point, like between both of us, we've already predicted a lot of what's kind of come to fruition this episode, which I guess if we're going to talk about the summary, it turns out that they are in um, purgatory. Yeah. And uh, we had kind of kind of clocked that from the one of the very first episodes, second episode or so. And um, I'm sure a lot of other fans had too. Um, but we were, I was still intrigued as the wise and what's going to happen to the characters and what, what's the involvement. And we still don't really have those answers. So I understand your frustration. I understand why it could feel like, okay, we finally got here. Now what, like, what are we going to do next? Um, but I think it was still enjoyable. I mean, I was very shocked how many people, like I had to start making like a kill count. Like, because people just kept dying left, right, and center. And I was like, how are they killing him off? How are they killing him off? 
I mean, that being said, I know that bringing Ray back at that point in time, I was like, okay, like pretty much everybody I feel is not going to die and like we're never going to not see them again. So I wasn't as concerned when people died, but I was also like, okay, but like who's now a ghost who is now living in the real Mm -hmm. world? And uh, so I was going to talk about that. Anyway, I'm rambling. Do you have any other thoughts that you want to talk about? Before no, I'm excited to kind of just like talk about it. Do the summary. Okay. Let's get into our roundups. Then we can really like analyze what we thought. Um, so very, in the very, the main things that happened in the beginning of the episode, Nurse Rita, Donna, she gets a little bit more backstory, which you find out that her dad was also a serial killer. Um, that was like the f- one of the first things that we see. What did you think this like now that you've watched the entire episode? What did you think the significance of telling that story was? I now? liked I like the story. Uh, I just don't get this the connection to it. Like, right. What is she the killer? Like, what? Like, I don't know. Like, what are they trying to say? At this yeah, point? Like, I guess she's not a killer. She was she was trying to understand the killers, which I understand because her dad was one. Right. But why right. does that make her like? Why does that make her the the evil one or like? She's got the darkness in her. You know. It's interesting because I feel like they're trying to make her more. Like the heroine, like they're trying to really justify, they're really pushing her justification as to why she did what she did. And I'm like, guys, not necessary. There's enough crazy characters in AHS that I don't need like a solid reason why someone decided to exactly. go and let a serial killer yeah, out. Yeah, like, into the woods, hello, you know? Margaret's out there still, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I'm not really sure. So I agree. I don't know what the significance of any of that was, but fine. Um, she ends up talking to Richard Ramirez and he's like, oh, like, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> like, whatever, whatever. Like, he knows all her secrets and he calls her Dee, Dee which is the nickname that her dad says. And then, like, she turns around and her dad is there. So, obviously, as soon as that happened, I was like, ghosts are literally up Everywhere. in this business. Yeah. Um, they're everywhere. The one thing that I was kind of confused by was, like, I thought that people died at Redwood and stayed in Redwood. I didn't know it was like a grounds for every ghost in the world to just like hang out. You know what I mean? Like, because he killed himself in like that's the what apartment, I mean. It's like, right? so what's happening? Like, is it purgatory just on right. the lands of the camp? Or is it purgatory like this whole universe is purgatory? Exactly. Exactly. And like the fact that he just know. like floated in. I was like, is he, is she like having a fever dream? Like what's going on? Anyway, whatever. Um, she does talk to Richard. Richard doesn't kill her. He just says, like, ooh, you bad girl. And then he, like, dips. Like, it was so random. I guess Xavier's main story is the fact that he goes cray-cray because he just had to kill Birdie. Which is understandable. Understandably. He was in an He's oven. He just lot. went insane. Yeah. Um, and then he gets knocked out by Margaret. And then um, kind of things ensue. They go back to the cabin. Montana and Brooke have their moment this entire episode. And then... Chet and Marge kind of have their own Marge. <laughs> Marge. I'm gonna call her Marge. Um, they're gonna have their own storyline, which is basically they take um Chet out on a boat. This poor guy, and I didn't know if Montana oh, I guess Montana was just trying to get rid of Chet. And Brooke so he she too, can right? so she yeah. I think that like she wanted to be alone with Brooke so she could kill her. That's why she was like, Chet, you go on the boat. So that's what happens. He goes on a boat, even though he's like basically dying. Um, 
Like, he got fucking stabbed, like, an episode ago, this poor guy. Yeah. So he goes on the boat, and then that's where Margaret kills him. And I was like, girl, you crazy. <laughs> like, she's insane. <laughs> I, what did you think? What did you think of the fact that this happened so, like, abruptly? Like, were you not, not shocked? Like, were you expecting it? You know it? what? what I think, and this is why I think I'm not enjoying this, because I think there's so much happening. And I'm like, what? What? what like yeah everything is like it's it it doesn't feel shocking anymore because there are so right. many shocking moments sometimes in a slasher it it gets like that right like there's so much happening i get it but there's still some sort right. of build up and it does make sense a little bit but i feel like we're in this universe that we don't know what to make sense of anymore and like i don't know i'm just not like phased by it i'm just like okay someone else is dead okay like that's literally so what i was saying so yeah so you're saying like when something happens you're like okay and yeah, yeah I, I kind of felt the same way actually yeah. like i felt like even though there's dra- these characters are drastically dying i'm like yeah exactly i was like okay and now what's gonna happen and like, so whatever he gets i just feel like i shouldn't feel like that in a in a in watching ahs you know i should be more like oh yeah. my god i didn't even think that's gonna happen unless and that's the thing like because we kind of expected the reveal of this episode i wonder if there is something bigger happening maybe like, Like, there has to be another answer that we don't exactly have. And I I feel like we're halfway through the season. Like, for them to kind of give us this reveal, while I think it's important, I don't know if this is all they're going to give us. They have to give us a little bit more. Like, there's still so much more more story to tell. I just don't know what story that that is. I'm very confused. Um, Anyway, so she kills Chet, which is like R.I.P. Chet. And then... Brooke, while she's in the cabin, sees Ray from the out from the window. So she goes outside. So Montana can't kill her. And then um, Ray sees her, but he's like obviously like all like confused. He doesn't know what's going on, which is exactly what happened to our man Jonas from Time. And uh, so now we know for a fact like he's back alive. Uh, which I kind of theorized like last episode. I was like, I'm pretty sure. Actually, you know what? It wasn't even me. I'm not even going to take the credit. One of our commenters, um, when Ray died, um, he said something about, I, and I wish that I could like find the guy's name. It's been a couple of weeks since it happened. So I'm apologizing now for not calling you out officially. But um, he basically said, you know, when Ray dies and his head gets chopped off before he gets to, re- like, you know, he leaves Redwood. Um, he noticed that there was, like, an edit change where, like, at one point in time, his he- like, his whole, like, shirt was covered in blood. And then another cut, his shirt was not yeah. covered in blood. And he was, like, he, he was, like, first he was, like, wow, what a shitty cut like a really bad edit yeah for continuity but then he realized he's like maybe that isn't the case and then it was something that ray had said which was like see you in another life before he left camp redwood that kind of sparked this idea like oh maybe it's gonna keep looping like maybe he's just gonna keep coming back so thank you for that comment mystery man i'm so sorry that i don't know your name right now um i'll find it again and maybe i'll comment it under the video so you guys can get a shout out but um anyway so he's back alive sorry that was a full fucking tangent um he's back alive and uh he sees brooke they have a conversation and like it's kind of cute like i was into their like little relationship (laughs) and because it seems like ray's coming back and he's not like a douchebag he's like 
starting to think about like his life while he's talking to Brooke because he's forgotten everything, right? Like he's forgotten that he probably even pushed Chet down the, like you know, down the hill and like all that kind of stuff. So he's talking. They have like a cute little moment, and then she's like, "I don't want to die." With my life, and I'm a virgin. So she ends up like having sex with him, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Sick, we had sex. Like we're just gonna hang out." And um, that's when she sees his head in the oven. Like, and then she f- flips her shit. She's in the like, "Fridge." Yeah, uh, it was in the fridge or the. Well, because she's oven. like, "I'm thirsty," and then she goes for like a drink, and she's like, "Oh my god!" So they find Ray's head in the fridge, and. It's like a moment. It's just like she's like, "What the fuck? You're still, you're dead. Like, what's Which, going like, on?" I get it because like we're not that gagged, but like she is. She's gagged. Like <laughs> she's yeah. Very gagged. Like we're like okay, cool. Like clearly, like he's already been dead. We already know that, you know. Right, right. So there's that whole situation. He's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "How am I still dead?" Like so, she runs away. She gets back into the thing, and that's when the whole showdown with Montana versus Brooke happens. It was fun to watch them. Like so, Brooke. Like, like I said, she's been, like, touched by Jesus himself. She just keeps getting away. Like, she's so lucky with how she kind of maneuvers through this camp. Like, it's a shocker that she's not dead. I still am holding out with the fact that maybe she's something special. Like, I don't know what it is, but she's something special. Um, anyway, so that happens and so while that's happening jingles finds margaret he attacks her again it doesn't even work out like somehow xavier finds it like yeah. <laughs> finds him and then starts like shooting him with arrows like katniss everdeen kills jingles <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then she decides to be like sickening thanks for saving me now i'm gonna kill you like she's fucking crazy um, so she kills Xavier and then as, as I guess Jingles is dying, Richard is like, you have an opportunity of a lifetime to be like one of Satan's like people so you can come back to life. And Jingles is basically like, sure. So he comes back to life and like, that's like kind of And what does he story. agree to in that moment? In that moment, he agrees to be part of like Satan's like squad like yeah, just, what is just, that yeah he's basically just like born again satan instead of born again christian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah. so he came back to life and we don't see them until the very end of the episode but this moment was like probably one of my favorite moments just visually like i said i've been missing the sun i need that vitamin d um and so brooke and montana's fight basically like carries them all the way until so like morning. after sunrise yeah. <laughs> thank you and <laughs> it cuts to a bus full of kids and so i'm like yes the kids are actually coming to the camp like and if I'm you've like, ever been a camp counselor you know how lit these kids are to get to camp yeah, like they're, they're lit. so lit to get to camp <laughs> they're so ready to go and so that's what happens and um so they're riding out and they're still fighting it ends up in the very front of the camp itself and montana's about to kill brooke and then in self-defense you know brooke kind of like flips the tables and starts like killing montana 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 dies montana dies and right at that moment that's when the bus pulls up so like the edit was perfect i love the way that they kind of like put that together it was great yeah it was funny it was great to watch um so that's that's kind of how everything finishes in the episode and it finishes off with margaret 
uh, being one of the only survivors along with Brooke. So Margaret sees Brooke in the police car. She stabs herself because she's a fucking psycho. And she runs outside and she was like, it was her. She went cray cray and she killed everybody. And so we don't really know what happens to Margaret right now. She's kind of like a question mark uh, by the end of the episode. Brooke is now in the car, like cop car. But does she leave? Like, she's able to go, right? Like, I, they all disappear without her. With well, her. the cop car, yeah. Like, I guess they do take Brooke yeah. away, right? Yeah, they do take her away. Cause, and this is the thing. That's what I mean. Like, who is a ghost? Who is dead? Who is alive? Exactly. Like, I had to start asking myself those questions because, you know, at one point in time, um, even Ray comes back and, like, an ambulance lady actually interacts with him. And she was like, okay, let me, like, just check your, like, vitals. He has no heartbeat. So then they take him in an ambulance. And he's like, yes, I'm leaving. And he still can't leave. Yeah. So that's when we realize, like, he's stuck there. And then we see kind of Xavier come back. And he's like, what the hell? He's like, Montana. And then Montana's back. And Montana tries to, or she kills a cop. And, like, we now realize that there's, like, the three of them. And they're now, like, is it a ghost situation? Like, what do you think that situation is? I mean, obviously, this is someone's like purgatory. Like, right. so. And I guess I Dee Dee's still alive too, right? Like Donna. Yeah, whatever she's her not name dead is. yet, right? So she's also not dead. Yeah. I don't know. I just there's a lot of questions still. And I was reading yeah. a recap, and they were like, "Why are there still so many questions when we're three episodes away from being done?" Like, it's a little. It's true. It's a little it's like, "Haha, guys, you guys don't know what the fuck is happening," and that's what we're gonna do all season. Like, to me, <laughs> yeah. it just feels a little like poor writing, and they kind of just threw it up in the air, and we're like, "Whatever, like we'll work." Yeah, I. I'm not sold I, I'm, on it. I'm still, I'm still holding out that like something big is gonna come to, from this, like. I don't know what it's going to be because I really like my options and my theories are starting to dwindle. All you're doing is waiting for the end. And like, that's so not enjoyable. Like, I I want to enjoy the actual ride of it. And watching this episode, I was like, okay, not shocked, not shocked, not shocked. Okay, cool. That guy's dead. Okay, he's not dead. Oh, Jingles is leaving. Like, so nothing is really getting me. And so I'm sort of just waiting for the end. But then like, what's the point in that? Right? Like, I get what you're saying. I think that like, when you watch, like, but when the thing is, the way I'm trying to like defend them, I guess if you want to look at it that way, is 1984 was always set up as like a slasher movie. Um, whether or not this is a good slasher movie is like very questionable, <laughs> but I will say that. I think that there is a level of predictability with these kinds of movies, with these kinds of shows. Like, you know who the killer is from the very beginning. So you're just kind of along for the ride. I do believe, I do agree with you. The ride is not as enjoyable because there's so many more questions that you want answered. So for it to come out at the very end, I do feel like it's kind of within the same vibe of this genre too, though. I feel like... You know, there are movies where, like, the gag is, like, at the very end and, like, you kind of get to the very end, but nothing really matters before that. So maybe they're trying to to create that same feeling. I trust that in the end they're going to do a good job because I trust them. I trust their whole team and, like, they they do an amazing job with the series. But I'm just not in love with the ride. That's all. That's that's just it. I Yeah, and I I understand what you're saying. 
Um, so yeah, so I wanted to do a quick hit. So that's the episode. Jingles and Richard drive away with a in a cop car. So that was kind of random. What did you think of how that kind of? Well, thing I don't ended? think it's random. I think I think it probably like has a lot of like meaning behind it as to what this is this whole season is about. We don't know that yet. Right. We don't know what it's gonna right. be. Um, right. The fact that like Jingles. He kind of like Richard kind of converted him because Jingles was like, I'm not evil. Like, I didn't do all this shit. And then in right. the end, Richard was like, come to the dark side. Like, come and like chill with me Hang and out. like join yeah. like the devil, whatever. And right. he did. And he does. Right. What does that mean? Why were they able to leave yeah. the grounds? We don't know. Well, maybe like the devil's dead, like right? helping them out or something. He's like giving him a hand. Um, but and they maybe are dead, right? They are dead. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Jingles died. But came back to life twice. So, okay, but he's uh, still in the same boat as the others, technically. Because they came back to life, too. But they came back. To, I feel like they both came back to life with, like, dark magic. Whereas, like, those yes, guys just, that's like, what I mean. came like, back to life he, because of, like... He made a deal with the death. devil. That's what he did. Right. Or whatever it is. Like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. And it's funny that you say that because I think that um, historically people were saying that Richard Ramirez didn't start his real like attack attacks until 1980, the summer of 1985. Ooh. So instead of 1984, so people were all like, "Why are they telling this story about him now when Ooh, yeah. a lot of the reports happened in 1985?" So it sounds like this is almost like a prequel to his like real life story you know what i mean cool that's like, interesting it's, yeah it's like they created this like whole fake story before they like delved yeah. into like what he actually done did um anyway that's a little side tip um so a big question that i have is does this now reset like are all the ghosts of the camp and like the rest of, are they gonna like is it the story gonna continue now with like new people and those same ghosts that are sitting at camp redwood are they gonna be like the new like oogie boogies of i just want to know camp? like I just, that's a good question. And, you know, like throw it to the audience to kind of like say what they think. Um, but I just want to know, like, what was Margaret's whole plan with all of this? Like, was I it agree. just to set yes. up a camp and kill everyone? Like, what was her yeah. like motive? Like, is she just going to do it again next year? Like, she's going to have another camp and kill more people? Or like, yeah. is there a purpose behind all of this? It's so true that you say that because... I really do feel like I was like, okay, so if she's doing this, that's cool. But she literally hired these people so she can kill them. Yeah. And then there was still a bus full of kids coming. So how was she imagining this to play out? Exactly. So I'm very confused by that. And now I'm starting to wonder because it's you said something to me just now that like sparked something and you said this is someone's purgatory, which I kind of love because then that means that it's one person's personal yeah. hell yeah. that everybody's living in. Yeah. And so maybe it is Margaret's and maybe it's her like you think that she's like Ooh. living her best life, but realistically she's just like stuck in this like same situation so she's like doing whatever the fuck she wants all the time yeah. i don't i don't know like yeah. honestly i'm very because um i was reading a quick review and one of the questions that came up too was where are the other campers from the 1970s who she killed exactly that's what i so yeah. like if they'd be on the property too wouldn't they yeah and they would be like yo like she's crazy like run away right right away they would have said like yeah. you can't like you better leave you know so I don't know. There's still a lot of questions that we don't have answered. Um, I, I, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like I said this last episode too, but I feel like there's the the little tiny nugget that they're leaving for me at the very end of the episode to be like, 
okay, I'm invested still. I'm sticking around, guys. I also have a podcast that I have to run, so <laughs> I need yeah. to know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I just feel like there is, like, I- I'm still a little bit intrigued. So I'll give them that. Outside of that, I do agree. It's been a little bit of a slow burn. We finally got to this point, and I'm glad we finally did, because now I want to know what they're going to do with the rest of the season. Are you ready to get into a recap roundups, girl? I, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Recap roundups. Best, Best moment. moment. Best moment. Best moment is going to go to, I think, seeing the sunlight because I love I love the sunshine. <laughs> yes. It was getting very yes. hard to see see things in the in the dark. Um, yeah. And then I'd have to say the best moment is the daytime when Brooke is like on top of Montana, like killing her. And then like the buzz yeah. like, rolled up. That was that was hilarious. It was also, yeah, very well edited. Lots of fun to watch. Um, I love a little girl fight that goes all the way lethal. So much fun to watch. Um, uh, because you're taking that, my best moment's gonna be Jingles and Richard, because that was also a very happy it moment. Was. It was. <laughs> they're like, life is a high. Well, he like, took the cop car, took and I was like, who's in the cop car? Yeah. Like, who took it? <laughs> and it was them. And they're just like laughing, and it's like, it was like very much like a Bonnie and Clyde, like Thelma totally. Louise Thelma moment. Louise, yeah, sure. <laughs> it was so funny. WTF, WTF moment. moment. WTF moment was that moment because I was like, okay. what's happening? Like, why is there a bromance of like serial killers going yeah. on? Like, what's the, like, I'm actually more intrigued on like what their story is going to be and like what's it leading to. Yeah. You know, the more and more we're talking about this and the more like, even like when the camera panned and it was like Los Angeles 166. If right. you Google the number 166, there's a ton of shit that comes up about like it being like some angel number and like it oh. definitely has like some meaning. Um, but also, like, I wonder if we're ever going to get this reference back to, like, um, HS Hotel. Because they're in the same universe. And I wonder if yeah. they're ever going to make that kind of connection. I don't know. Well, Ramirez does end up at exactly. the hotel. Exactly. Right? Like, he he goes for, like, that death night or whatever. So, I don't so, know. It was just seeing know. these two characters together. I wonder where it's going to go. So Yeah. Like, or are we never going to see these serial killers again? Yeah. And now it's just going to focus back on the camp? Yeah. But then, like, what's the fun in that? It's just, like drama like everybody's yeah. gonna go through therapy They'll because have they're to dead. Show them like, again. D- my WTF moment is gonna go and it's such a random moment and I was like okay I'm just gonna pull something because there wasn't a lot of WTFs I wasn't like to, to your point nothing was a huge yeah. shocker yeah. nothing was a huge surprise um, it was just kind of like more funny to see Xavier go cray cray like he was like in the very beginning of the episode he was burning a freaking car down he was like we need to burn the whole place down he's like fucking losing his mind and I was like what the hell is going on with this guy he needs to chill the fuck down but you know he gets knocked out by Martha right away so yeah um, yeah it's a little bit of a weak WTF moment sorry guys <laughs> MVP uh, MVP, I'm going to say Margaret, just because this bitch is crazy, mm. and she got away with everything crazy. a second time around. Like, yeah. it's pretty... <laughs> like, I love how no one was like, weren't you the girl from the first time? <laughs> like, at yeah. some point, they're going to start questioning, like, why she's always there when, like, everyone is dead. It's true. It's true. Um, my MVP is going to go to Brooke, because, like, she yeah. is technically our final girl. Like, yeah. she is our girl with the last stand. She made it all the way to the very end. Like I said, touched by God himself. Like... I don't know what's happening with her. I don't know what her story is. I don't know if we're going to still get a reveal from her. But, like, she did it. She, she survived. So I'm going to give her MVP for sure. LVP. LVP. LVP, I'm going to say Chet. Just because yeah. I felt like they kept him around for a little bit. Or, like, they brought him back to have some sort of, like, crazy moment or a big moment or, like, a funny moment. And, like, he didn't yeah. have any of that. He was kind of just, Flat. like, on the boat. And he was like, hey. And he's like, ah, oh, I'm dead. It was just, it was, okay, <laughs> like, 
I thought there'd be a little bit more, yeah. and there wasn't. So. Yeah, I agree, and this is what I'm saying about these characters, and I feel like it's happened to a couple of people, like not even just Chet. It also happened to Trevor. We forgot about Trevor uh, after he died, right? True. So like. There's so many characters that have like had a moment and then like you finally feel like there's a story maybe coming from them and then they literally just like get killed off yeah. and I'm like, come on guys. So yeah, I agree. This episode, he basically like, poor guy though. I felt bad for him. I was like, he was already like weak and he tried to survive like seven yeah. times. He was like, poor guy was, he was like, I think it was like almost comical. It's like one of those characters. Was, like, it was almost like scary movie esque, where he was like, "So kill me. What are you doing?" Like as he's yeah. getting stabbed. Yeah, yeah. So I think they made his death at least pretty comedic. But it was, um, yeah, I do feel bad for him. My LVP actually, since yours was the MVP, I want to talk about the flip side of it. Is Margaret as well? Ooh. She's my LVP because I think that like. Bitch, you crazy. You literally killed an entire camp. What was your fucking plan? Like, I don't understand. So, I don't know if I'm giving her LVP because I'm like, are you ruining my season right now? Like, what are you doing to me? I mean, she hasn't been the least valuable. She's been probably the most. Because if it wasn't for her, like, I feel like a lot of these things wouldn't be happening or, like, they wouldn't have a connection. Yeah. She's behind something bigger. You know what I mean? Like, she's going to hold a piece or a big piece of the puzzle, I think, in the season. All right. I don't know. But we'll you're see. you're allowed to have your LVP, so <laughs> run with that. Run with it, boy. The best, best line. Who is what was your best line? My best line was your best line, so you can go ahead and say it. All right. So it's when Xavier <laughs> finds out that Donna was the one that kind of released jingles. So he fully blames her and he goes, No, it's your fault I'm a monster. It's your fault I'll never be on the cover of TV Guide. It's your fault my future is in radio. (laughs) And I was like, is he coming for me? Like, Like, bro. What are you trying trying to say? say? Like, uh, like people are ugly in podcasting and audio versions? Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I loved it. It was was probably the funniest line of the entire episode. Um, That is our roundup. That is our recap. Uh, what did you guys think of this episode? Make sure you guys are commenting below. Like we said, we love your guys' discussion on this because we don't really know what's going on. I love to hear people's theories and understand what's going on. So make sure you guys are letting us know. Um, we have a contest happening right now. So make sure you guys are uh, sending us a review. And what else do we have to do? They just have to send us they a review. They just have to comment. Like, go to us. iTunes, search Recap Rewind, go into the AHS, uh, like, little screen, and just leave us a yeah. five-star review and say how much you like us. If you don't like us, don't leave a review. But if you do like us, you can enter into a contest to win a $50 Amazon gift card. Like, we are literally bribing you guys to leave us comments to, and reviews. So, exactly. Yeah. And right now, you have a really good chance of winning. <laughs> so... I want to take the time to thank our patrons of the episode, the Rewinder Squad, White, our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, Soleil, and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you're joining, you'll get access to all things Recap Rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, following, reviewing, even for the contest, and commenting to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.